ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, it's good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome to this podcast only edition of The Drive. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for downloading the program tonight. Now, I mentioned earlier during my live show that I didn't have time to get to Mike Trier. He's the recruiting coordinator for Marshall University. Big day, signing day. Seems like it was a success for the Thundering Herd, at least the initial success of the caliber of recruit you got, the five-star, the four-star, the three-star, you know, all that stuff that Doc Holliday really doesn't care about. So what goes into recruiting an athlete at Marshall University? And that's where Mike Trier steps in. We had a chance to catch up with him, talk to him about the class itself, the things that go into evaluating the talent, what it is to be a recruiting coordinator and to recruit athletes to come to Marshall University. Now, you're going to hear Mike in his entirety tomorrow during the live show, but since you downloaded the podcast and you subscribe to the podcast, you get to hear it first. This is going to be unedited, raw audio from earlier this afternoon. So Without any delay, here's Mike Trier from earlier today talking about Marshall's signing day. Yeah, you know, Doc touched on it. You know, the, the ratings and all are, are great, but, you know, we target certain guys and we track them throughout the year. Um, and, and, and those guys, like Doc said, are all five stars does. You can go down the line. I was talking to Chuck the other day uh, about guys that we've had in the program that weren't recruited at all. You know, you think of Chase uh, Hancock and Malik Gant. And those guys, Ryan B wasn't real highly recruited. So uh, stars are great and all, but you got to trust your evaluation throughout the year and target the guys you go after and then track them for the six months, whatever it takes. Yeah, Twitter likes it. Yeah. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, you're looking for specific qualities of certain positions and what your team needs. And, you know, on, you know, defensive back-wise, we're looking at certain things. Some four- and five-star guys may not have those things. So you got to do what's best for the team. And at certain positions, you know, so you look at certain things. And some of those writers don't always look at those things. The guys that rate those guys, I don't know who those guys are. So, I mean, it's nice when you find a good player that's a four-star and Twitter likes it and we like it and all that's great. But it's not, not really what it's about for us. You look at a guy like... Dante Walker, though somebody that was highly, oh, yeah. uh, you know, highly recruited, highly touted on uh, on the social meets, but uh, to get him here, what what does that do for a class, and, and does that sort of resonate with the rest of uh, recruits that he touches with with social media? Sure, I mean, uh, his stuff's warranted. I mean, shoot, you watch his tape. I mean, he's twitched up like crazy for a guy of that size. Um, but sure, it helps. And you know, around here, you know, I've been around since 2013, and with Doc being here, he always seems to grab a guy or two or three around this time with those high accolades that it's warranted and obviously all Dante got all that stuff that's all warranted I mean just you turn on the tape it's pretty pretty easy to see with him how about a guy like Knowledge McDaniel I'm sure he'll be the first Marshall player ever to have the first that first <laughs> name is there is there a story behind him or his family or anything where uh yeah I mean you know he's got a lot of people in that community that's helped him out you know um Obviously, only played four games this year, but his his potential speaks for itself. His his versatility on the on the offensive side of the ball. You know, I talked about it earlier on the show. Um, Tim likes to throw those wheel routes and stuff out of the backfield. You watch his tape. He really plays a ton of wide receiver. He catches the ball a lot. Um, I think his versatility will be incredible for us. 
Um, it's always nice to get something different out of his running backs. I mean, Knox is such a big back and a tough guy to tackle. You know, I think knowledge, it complements him pretty well. The, uh, you know, you look at some of, some of those guys that you're talking about, the, the knowledge McDaniels that only four games. Does the, the signing period change in early in December and then the February allow you to evaluate some of those guys that got hurt in the high school season a little bit better and, and sort of look at their attributes instead of just productivity and looking at stats so much? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think Doc does a great job of always having the mindset that we're never going to turn away a good player. And I think that kind of works in that way. And like you said, we're holding a couple spots still at this point. We'll hold our strategy is always to hold a few spots after that December date. And Sue's left out there who we thought maybe wouldn't be out there at that point because certain guys pop up for whatever reason, whether it's injury or whatever it is, guys are available after that first signing day that maybe you hadn't targeted throughout the whole year. And then same thing at this point. I mean, we're always looking to better the roster. And uh, Doc does a great job of holding scholarships available for guys like Knowledge or whoever after this signing day that's still out there, whether it's a transfer or whoever. The, uh, the guy who's already on campus, uh, was uh, Johnson, was that his name? TJ, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was originally a uh, Power 5 recruit, spent yeah. a year at Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, how do you, how do you all get in on on a guy like that, or how did you make contact? Uh, well, actually, uh, JC Price went out there in December to those Kansas Chucos, and he actually went out there to recruit Josh. So he came back with some names. You know, Carpenter was one, and TJ was one of some guys that he picked up as he was out there. Because that trip, you're not just going out there to one of those schools. You know, you're going. There's a couple of them out there you're going to go hit, and some names popped up at that time. Um, and TJ, he walks in the door. You're going to see why we like him. Uh, like Doc said, I think he came in at like 240 when we started recruiting him. He's already up to 270. I mean, he's just he's just a big guy that, that moves really well. You see why he had such big offers coming out of high school. Huge. I mean, that's that's where we start. You know, when we like now starting last week, you know, we really started to work on that 2020 class. It all started with West Virginia. We evaluate the West Virginia kids first, and that's what we're going through right now in the process. So, in-state guys are are, are incredible, to, incredibly huge to what we try to get done. Um, and I think it's by the way we recruit. It's it all starts with the in-state kids. Um, so. You know, we've had success with guys here in the past, obviously Owen and Jacob and those guys are here now and getting a guy like Amir, you know, from in-state guys. Tristan was a guy that we liked this time last year. You know, I remember watching his film and obviously we didn't have, Alex was here at the time, but I was kind of waiting for the offensive line coach to show up. And Greg came and watched him and said, dude, get him to camp. You know, his film's really good. So it all starts, this time of year is where it starts uh, with the West Virginia kids. That was Marshall University recruiting coordinator Mike Trier addressing the media earlier in the day after Doc Holliday's press conference. Signing day, always a big day for colleges and universities. And also for these young men who are going to continue their academic career, also their athletic career. So big day on campus at Marshall University. That's going to do it for this podcast edition of The Drive. Now, do me a favor. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you can, leave us a positive review, a five-star rating. That helps others find the podcast. I really would appreciate it. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You've been listening to The Drive. You can hear it live weekdays on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.